Is this thing on? We are here. Yeah, your eyes do not deceive you. It's a you know beautiful, beautiful trio today. Where we're here, we're ready. We're good to discuss the world. Miss Vera is off in New York City. She's the acting bug has inspired her to go to the city. She's going to see a show or something. <laughs> Jeff recovering from his Mother's Day performance, from all accounts, was a full house and sold out and all that kind of good stuff. So Jeffrey's making that dough literally at the moment. He said he'll be back in two weeks. If you're looking for Jeffrey, that's where he is. But otherwise, it's just the three of us having a little party together. Tim, how are you today, my friend? Uh, good, good. Uh, as they say, any day on this side of the earth is a good day. And I mean, above earth, not in Australia versus New York, like above <laughs> ground. Uh but um, but yeah, everything's status quo. I thought spring was in the air, and then last night we had like a deep freeze, and it was freezing today. So uh, just trying to uh, guess what the weather's going to be like the next couple of days. So yeah, I've heard there's been some um, pollen issues happening out there. At the oh, so, allergies have been crazy, crazy. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm lucky. I don't. I sometimes I get it, but. It's like, oh, I'm like I can't. I'm not one of those people who like can't leave the house. It's like that's horrible. Like, no way, yeah. no way. We we have our own little poster soldier struggling, bouncing back from her illness today. How are you feeling now, Christina? Yeah. I'm feeling all right. I had a bad migraine today, but I slept it off, so that was good. Um, that was good. I just decided to to leave work early and go sleep at my mom's house in my old bed. And it was amazing. There you go. But it came home, I had to be mom. So it was kind of impossible to do that and recover from that bad of a migraine. So it was just like one of those things. I was like, listen, I'm going to go relax in my old bed and I'll see you at five. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love it. Uh, I do want to wish, wait, have to wish my mom and dad a happy 43rd uh, wedding anniversary. Forty you know, third. I'm gonna be here, so, and Tim wouldn't be my almost brother-in-law, so yeah. That's all right. I gotta give him something, right? Forty third. Forty three years. Can you believe it? Oh my god. How old were they when they got married? Do you know? Oh, they were uh, twenty. Twenty five. Two. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty four. God, it's a long time. Two? I should maybe have opened a can of worms. I shouldn't have opened here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was. Um, yeah. She remembered the anniversary. Isn't that enough, damn it? That, that, <laughs> is, enough. that is enough. Sorry, I will not. I will not incriminate the witness any further. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a lot, though. Forty-three. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time to have somebody right there. It's like. Yeah, right there. Like, and you know, Hi, my father's retired now. Get it? So, yeah. <laughs> that dynamic must change so much when you, <laughs> get when, when you get to that point in life. You know, like at least like when you're working and you're like, you know, working to support a family, you've got that you know outlet or time away when people are yeah, working yeah. and not necessarily sharing the same space twenty four hours yeah. a day. But when it gets to retirement and you're just staring at each other, going, yeah. <laughs> 
this is the future. <laughs> this is the a future. big yard. My dad likes to do a lot of things outside. So. <laughs> He keeps yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah. He finds ways to get out of the house. Definitely bowling, yeah. golf. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's golf. Yeah, he's a, he's on a bowling league. Yeah, he golfs. So he's he's definitely in his own world sometimes. Besides, without my mom. <laughs> Dad's on top of it. That's good to hear. Yeah. So my well, my mom retired a couple. Oh, just before COVID. Just before COVID hit, so she retired. Yeah. But she's like, she's still like, uh, 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 she goes to. Uh, she has oh, yeah. meals on wheels, so she like helps prepare the meals on wheels. Meals three three times a week. Goes to like boot camp. Goes for walks every day. Like, I'm like oh. you wow. know, girl, you, you do that. I'm yeah. busy getting out of bed. I'm like, I'm yeah. Yeah, I wanted to take a five hour nap by myself today. That's that's always the yeah. Idea. Look, <laughs> the generation. Look, look at what they've done to their children. Look at what <laughs> Ta-da! This is the result. Dude. <laughs> Christina, since you were there, there is a certain little show that's doing quite well on the views, and I'm going to give it a little, another little promo. Uncensored oh, Confessions yeah. is really pumping up there. People seem to enjoy a bit of Uncensored Confessions, so really? you can still join join the fun and check it out and submit your story. There is a link on our Facebook page. It is pinned at the top. It's on our Instagram. It's on our TikTok. It is completely anonymous to submit your problem, situation, question, and we will give you honest feedback. So, yeah, the first one's really creeping up there in views. I think everyone, I think everyone enjoys everyone else's dirty laundry, though. It's like, ooh, yeah. what are people going to say? It's not going to yeah. make me look bad. Yeah. Okay, you feel better about yeah. yourself after hearing it, right? So 100%. Yeah, exactly. but, you know, well, this person's a freak, at least. I'm not- yeah. <laughs> yeah. This person's a complete freak. I'm not that weird. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. I okay. love that for us. All right. Well, since it's just the three of us building castles in the sky, should we jump yeah. into this week's news and good stuff? Sure. Here we go. Hot load of hot topics. Miss Katrina A. Johnson was going to join us today, but she is um, stranded in a city with a quite famous band, is all I can say. Ooh. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. <laughs> Don't okay. love an NDA, baby. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, where to begin this week? There's been so much happening. But I think we're going to go... For probably the weirdest story of the week. I don't know <laughs> if you guys caught this. Oh, no, I did oh, not see but, this. Oh, yet. no, what I can't it? see the logo. Oh. It's, uh, it's an Arby's logo. <laughs> and it says, we have the meat. Because quite literally, they had the meat. A, an Arby's employee was found dead in their freezer <laughs> in a Louisiana <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. All right. What? Yes. So an office <laughs> employee found dead, frozen, in their walk-in freezer. This happened at about six thirty. I should discover at about six thirty p.m. on shift. So while the restaurant was open, um, 
<laughs> of course, it's Louisiana. The the police said we've pretty much completed our process at the crime scene. After completely processing the crime scene, this does not seem like a homicide. It seems like an accident. There are Did other police several. Yeah, the police have interviewed several employees who work in the restaurant, but so far no suspects have been named. So that's all I can think is like it locked in the freezer and somebody just didn't it forget what Bob was for like six hours. Like, so imagine, well, imagine if it was like, here's the scenario I'm thinking because I've I've worked <laughs> not in fast food, but I worked in I've worked in hospitality for a long time. Yeah, it could have been like take night and. This person's like the manager or a manager's assistant or something, and doing stock take in the freezer, probably after hours when no one's around, and the door has locked. And you know, yeah, but nobody goes in that freezer. Yeah, no one. I know. Is Arby's a big lunch place? (laughs) Obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I always think like even like if let's say they open at eleven, right? I don't know if Arby's does breakfast or whatever, but. Like yeah. any hospitality job that I've worked in, in any restaurant, I've never worked Someone fast goes food. Into that but freezer. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going in the walk-ins of the freezers to set yeah. up for the day, you know, to get whatever, you know. So you would think that somebody at some point would have had to cross paths to at least save this person's life. Like how long <laughs> would you have to have been in there to freeze to death? Yeah. Like holy so cow! Dying. Like you're not banging on pipes or anything. Like <laughs> I you, need you more. Know, like, I need more information. <laughs> Imagine dying at work, though. That'd be the worst. Like, at work oh. in the freezer, no less. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, like I feel cool. like it's oh. it's almost more realistic that they went in there to, like, do drugs that they've been hiding doing and, like, I accidentally know. overdose yeah. or something <laughs> in the freezer. You know, it's like, still, but that's so... Like, I'm going to go do some blow, and he probably fell asleep, yeah. and then that's what happened. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, that's either yeah. way, that's a tough. <laughs> that's tough. They do say that freezing to death, though, is the way to go if you can choose. That you just get cold yeah, and go to sleepy. sleep. So yeah, uh, I'm cold. I'm sleepy. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You want to die? Ooh. You want to die at Arby's? No. no. Never. No. Never. <laughs> Never. 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 That's, like, that's not even my first fast food place of choice. You know, to I die never, at yeah. I am. Um, I never went when we were over there. I was like, we drove past a, a fair few. I'm like. Everyone's like, no, don't do it. I'm like, oh, I want to. I'm no, curious you know what? about these things. It's not good meat. Like, I don't like the taste of the meat because I'm a boar's head girl. So, like, ah. I have a certain kind of, like, level of, of perfection that I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it tastes, tastes like shit. And then I like their fries, but it's, like, a hit and miss. So it's not worth it to me. Joe only... it. I'm not around. I, I've only eaten there twice in my life, and that was Lent two years ago because you couldn't get a fish sandwich anywhere else. They were the only ones with a fish sandwich. So, really? uh, yeah, like McDonald's was sold out. Uh, Burger oh, King was shit. sold out. So, like, we went to Arby's, and that was the only place we could how get it. You... I was going to ask, how do you sell out of a fish sandwich? But who really eats them? When Who, who chooses to eat them is the question. I love them. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I had one last. I had one last night from Burger King. <laughs> okay, well, there's there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the fish sandwich. I'm buy them all up. But like I said, I went during Lent. You know that they were yeah. sold out because of Lent. Yeah. So like, you know, of course. 
you know, you got to get fish on the run, you know. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do. I like I like fish sandwiches. I'm a I'm like a mayo and tartar sauce kind of guy. So yeah, I'm disgusting. Is what I'm saying. I'm no, disgusting. No, I, I guess I just I don't know. My brother, when we were little, used to eat them, and it always just confused me so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even like uh, when Long John is it Long John Silver. Yeah, like those patties that they had. Like I never, they always look so good in the commercials. But I was like, nah. Yeah, well, that's like all fast food, right? It's all doctored and shit. And then you get it, and it's half off the bun. There's yeah. no ketchup or whatever sauce you're supposed to have. Yeah, it's yeah, it's garbage. Looking pretty, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all that kind of greatness. Uh, well, let's talk. Hard. Since we're talking about fish, let's talk about an Australian news item this week. Yeah. Uh, oh God. There is one animal that I am just no terrified. It's a shark. Yeah. It's a shark. I, I am so paranoid. So um there's a fatal shark attack, which and now I don't know what the impression of Australia is. <laughs> I do know what the impression is. <laughs> Everyone thinks that they're like swimming in our backyard and whatnot, but yeah. <laughs> a fatal shark attack is very, very rare here in Australia. Uh, really? This happened this week in South Australia. Um, they've recovered two items of interest. That's all they're going to say. Uh, of, a, of a missing surfer <laughs> presumed dead in South Australia. Uh, one of them appears to be a piece of a wetsuit material. The other is believed to be some small pieces of polystyrene, possibly from the surfboard. Now, that's a He's big dead. shark. Yeah. If if there's nothing left, and they caught it like fairly quickly, yeah. there'd be there'd be a body, or there'd be parts of body, or so it's well, either that's... it's either one of two things. It's either an unpatrolled beach, which you're asking for trouble there to start with. Like if you're going to go a surfing and b on a beach that's unpatrolled and unnetted for sharks, then. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. So you guys have to verify it. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> oh, wow. on the bigger beaches, so in Sydney, here in Newcastle, Queensland, they have shark netting. So it goes out and um like a couple hundred feet and there's shark netting that goes from the water from the top of the water to the bottom of the water to those like sea floor. The problem is that other marine life mm-hmm. does get caught in the net. So dolphins, oh. whales, etc. etc. Oh, um, yeah. They're trying to phase them out. They're tr- they're using like sonar and stuff now that messes with the sharks. So they're like substituting that and including that technology. But yeah, we have netted beaches where technically they should not be able to get through, but it's very easy to, or easier to spot them if they're, you know, in the area. Yeah. Yeah. So what I find pretty crazy about this, because I'm a little bit of an animal expert, you know, self-proclaimed, but um, usually the Discovery Channel. Yeah, correct. I have a television is what that means. Yeah. So, um, like, what every time I've ever heard about shark attacks, right, is that they don't want to eat people, that they're confusing humans as other prey. So they usually tend to hit, right, like bite, and then they're like, oh, shit, that's not a seal, and then take off. The fact that this guy's entire body is missing means yeah. that that's, that shark was like, you're coming with me. I don't care what yeah. you are. It depends and, uh, on the kind of shark. It really depends on the kind of shark. If you get right, like okay. a a hammerhead or a tiger shark, they're gonna hit. They're gonna hit and run. 
they're gonna right. pull okay. and, and grab it and run. Um, if you get like a grey nurse, they're gonna they they kill to eat. You know, like that's what they Ooh. that's what they're there for. So even if it is a human, they're gonna eat the whole thing. <laughs> they're not gonna get. Oh, I'm watching yeah, yeah. my weight. I can't do. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm watching. I've had half a human last week. Oh, good. You know, <laughs> it's like not okay. But yeah, um, no, yeah, there's nothing more terrifying to me than, than a shark. That's that's why I don't go to the beach. Everyone's yeah. like, you're going to the beach with a car shark. Sharks live there. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Sharks live there. And if I do, if I go to a beach, I am literally shoulder height where I can touch the touch the bottom. Or I'm out. Yeah. Like, I'm not going yeah, any yeah. further. Oh, yeah, I, watched, I never I think I watched, I think I watched Jaws at too young an age. Yeah. I watched yeah. Jaws at too young an age. And then I remember going to Queensland, so up where, near, near where Luke lives, which is like, you know, holiday paradise, hotels near the <laughs> beach. And I watched Jaws, but then I went swimming at night in the pool. Oh, I was oh, yeah. paranoid. Paranoid because the beach was only across the road. I'm like, so yeah. I'm just going to turn around. It's going to be a shark. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's funny what the human brain does. Even, I remember even when I was little at home swimming in my pool, but yeah, at night time, like it's it must be some kind of primitive something or other where you know that it's something that you shouldn't be doing, and you're like, oh god, yeah, there's something going to yeah. happen. Something horrible's going to happen. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. It, it only takes a small thought of an alligator or a crocodile or a shark being in the water in the pool with you, where you you need to like scurry up the ladder or up out of the steps to get you know out of your pool. See, that's a very the terrifying thing about America. That's terrifying thing about America. There can be an alligator in your pool. Yes, there oh, could like, be. Yes, like yeah. in Florida, it's like no, baby, that's not cool. Like, <laughs> no, that's not okay. Did you see those? Oh my god! It was a couple of weeks ago. Did you see those two? Uh, was it alligators or crocodiles? I can't remember. Like at the golf course, fighting. No, they were. Oh no, they were fucking huge. These things were like <laughs> ten feet long, grabbing <laughs> each other and flipping each other over, like head to head. Like, and then one of them just dragged the other one back into the water. It was terrifying. <laughs> And people oh, just yeah. hold their golf clubs going, oh, he's going to get him. Oh, he's going to get him. I'm like, I'd be more worried about it's, me, motherfucker. Get out of there. It's amazing. A couple of weeks ago, they had um, a tournament in Louisiana. And guys are, like, chipping. Like, this is like PGA. Guys are, like, going to chip, and you're literally three feet away from an alligator. And like, oh, that one's got a nickname. It's called, like, Stumpy because it has three legs. And he's been here for 20 years. And I'm like, you're five feet from an alligator. And you're not worried about this thing? Oh no, no, they're fine. They're they're more afraid of us than you. Yeah, bullshit. I'm pretty yeah, afraid right. of that man thing. So I'm not afraid of anything. Oh God. Well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, that's another thing. See, crocodiles are faster than alligators because alligators got those legs. They're like, yeah, 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 they're a bit slower. Crocodiles will fuck you up, brother. They will just. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, boom, you're gone. That's yeah, that too. no joke. That's why I, was, I mean, I'd love to go to Australia, but it's got like <laughs> the most deadly concentration of animals on the planet. So <laughs> no thanks. And I'm terrified of snakes. It. So I'm good. Uh, yeah. Good. Don't become a dad here, Kruv. Don't nah. become a dad here. Don't, Ooh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and crocodile. Yeah. Crocodiles don't fuck around either. They do a thing called the death roll. Oh yeah, sure. So they'll grab you. and take you, un- hold you underwater and just spin and spin and spin and spin until, <laughs> Whatever they've grabbed comes loose from them from your body. 
Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah I'm good on that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, should we? Uh, um, all right. We're going to keep on the theme of aqua murder this week. Yes. Yeah, all oh, right. The, anim- Sorry, the animals are fighting back, ladies and gentlemen. They really are. <laughs> Look at this hippopotamus. Look at its shady, shady Jeez, eyes. Yes. It's like, I'm going to get you. So there are yeah. a toddler and 23 <laughs> other people are feared dead in they Malawi are. from a hippopotamus attack. 23 people. Like, people underestimate them? the hippopotamus, bro. They look yeah, cute. I mean, they will that's, an, you up. that's another animal that they say is like, like one of the deadliest animals on the planet because they're so aggressive and territorial that mm-hmm. you just don't stand a chance. And they're massive and they're fast. Yeah, they're yeah. fast. Well, these people like, were, these people were in a boat. The water one day. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people were in a, in a boat, pissed up a hippopotamus. He flipped it over and the, the, river, the river where they were just happens to be infested with not only hippos, but crocodiles. Yeah. So these yeah. people were what I like to call double fucked. They, yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh my God. I got oh nothing. Way. I can imagine a hippo would be worse because they that would be a lot of impact as yeah. opposed to shredding because they've got like those flat they've got those they've got some big teeth but they've got those flat teeth and it'd be like just lots of bones breaking and like yeah oh. yeah yeah it's not um, okay yeah, yeah best case scenario you you catch one of those tusks through the head and it's just over yeah, yeah. I was like please just yeah please just, <laughs> Just take me wow. out in a quick and easy yeah. way. It's supposed to one of the crocodiles. So, yeah. Um, Ironically, if freezing to death is the best way to go, hippopotamus <laughs> has got to be the worst. <laughs> We're so. going to keep a tally today of worst yeah. ways to die. Yeah. That's our scale. Is it, is it freezing to death at Arby's or is it hippopotamus riverboat attack? Yeah, because right. that's our spectrum. Definitely. Yeah. If you're watching, please tell us what you'd Somewhere in the middle is being ripped apart by a chimpanzee, which is I, I, I understand oh, pretty no, bad. That would be that's terrifying because they like go for that, they go for the face and genitals. That's what they do. Oh, oh. Chimpanzee, face genitals, face genitals. <laughs> so you fuck <laughs> literally either way. I did like, grow like that once. <laughs> ah, I like it. I like it. That was good. So there were thirteen people, thirteen people rescued from the water. Um, twenty three, twenty three others went missing, but they did find the body of the toddler. Which is the sad, body, obviously. the body. Yes, obviously the kid would have drowned. Like okay. No, oh, no. This, this was in Africa. I'm assuming somewhere in Africa. Yeah, Malawi. Yeah, Malawi. Yeah. yeah. So, where my daughter adopts all her children from? <laughs> <laughs> where my daughter said, "I want a baby. I'm going to well, Malawi." Now, now there's a few more kids without parents, so she can adopt them. So, my daughter's yeah. like her family grows. Her family grows. <laughs> well, look. Speaking of family moments and underwater themes, did you guys happen to see? Halle Bailey perform for the first time. She performed at Disneyland, I believe. Um, sang "Part of Your World" before the release of the Little Mermaid live action. Um, it was absolutely stunning. I showed it to a yeah. few people, and they're like, 
mouth agape like I showed it to my mother. I watched my mum's face go from this to this. And then with tears, she goes, that was beautiful. I'm like, yeah, it was beautiful. She's a talented girl. She's a very talented young woman. I don't get why we are still, like, obviously the movie's coming out now, so people are freshly outraged that she's still black. How dare she be still black? Meanwhile, like, you know, one of those things, because every time my, a commercial comes on for it, my daughter flips out and she is so excited that it does. And she's seen the cartoon. She doesn't say that's not Ariel. You know, it's not like that's embedded in her head. My child doesn't see colors. So why the fuck do you like what's the big fucking deal? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't really get you know the uproar about it. Yeah, um, right. you know I I can the only argument that I maybe you could kind of follow is you know there's people who are just like traditionalists who are like if you're gonna make a live action movie like I want it to be as close to the cartoon but with real people as possible. That's the only kind of like eh, I can see about it. Otherwise, like who like. You're, it's a fucking mermaid. They don't exist. Yeah. So who, uh, tell me that's what always, color that they are. That's, you know, yeah, like, like, would, would they be like green or something? Like if they're underwater, yeah. water, they're supposed to be like, would, like why yeah, are they just, so hung up on what an imaginary thing looks like? Yeah, right. it's um, it's a it's a little it's a little silly. I, I, I to be honest, when it first came out, I was kind of like, well, why would they do that? You know, like, but now, like the more I think about it, and the more I just. One, I just really don't care. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. like... It doesn't yeah, really but, affect us. Like, you know okay, I mean? yeah. well, why did they do it? You know, to cause controversy? To, to no, bring yourself forward? Or no, it was just because she's a talented yeah. girl. That's yeah, what right. you need to do, ladies and gentlemen. If you think that this doesn't matter, if you think that this is just random, what you need to do is go and get on YouTube or watch TikTok or something and watch a little black girl see herself on screen as the yeah. star of a movie, as a princess, as, you know, this thing that there's an action figure. There's all this kind of thing now that goes, that she can go, oh, that's me. It's not a white mm-hmm. girl. I could yeah, see my even when she was singing, even when she was singing at Disneyland, there were these little girls that their eyes were absolutely huge and they were so yeah. amazed with what's going on. And then there, there are, you know, of course, older people that never grew up with any kind of res- representation. They never saw themselves on TV. They were never told that they were okay, that they had the potential to be a princess, to be anything other than, you know, what. Oh, I work in a, I work for a rich person. Like, if we're to believe Hollywood, yeah. like, or I'm a junkie, or I'm an addict. Like, that's that's right, right. what Hollywood used to paint people as. Yeah, it's a huge thing. It's a huge step forward for anyone, no matter if it's skin color, sexuality, mental health wise, to see yourself being shown back at you and being said that you are worthy of, you know your story being told and someone that looks like you or thinks like you or acts like you is a star has, you know, has that potential to affect the world that does big things for people. And I I think Mm. that's really undersold because a lot of people, a lot of white people don't know what that's like. 
you know, they've, right, they've yeah, always right, grown right. up with seeing themselves on TV. But yeah, yeah uh, if you don't get moved by something like that, I, I, I pity you. I like, there's no magic in your heart. There's no like, if you want, you watch, sit there and watch the fucking Disneyland castle turn into like underwater paradise with bubbles and shit on it. If you can't <laughs> go, oh, that, like, what kind right. of life is that? Like, dude, just yeah. rem- flash back to your childhood and just be a little bit amazed by the fact that, you know, there could be magic in the world if you let it be. Like, if you just yeah. chill fuck out about the fact that the Little Mermaid isn't a white red-headed chick in this version. Yeah. If you don't yeah, like yeah, that, right. Right. don't watch it, bruh. Like, don't right. watch it. Stick to yeah, the animation. Yeah, like, no one's forcing you to go see this. No one's right. going to force right. anyone to go see this. You know what's funny is like, I mean, years ago, and I don't even know exactly when if it was maybe eighties or maybe later or maybe earlier, I don't know. But they did a live action like TV version of Peter Pan, and they had a female play Peter, and like nobody was upset about that then. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, why does it make a difference? Does play Peter Pan? Like, um, if it's a like if it's a like theater musical, a female will usually play will usually play Peter Pan because of the harness work and stuff that they have to do. It's a lot easier to, to lift a woman than it is. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm Peter Pan! Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Plus, I guess they're closer to a prepubescent child, boy than a man. Child labor yeah. laws, you can't work a kid that hard for that long. Like, yeah, right. insurance, you can't rig a kid up to fly and stuff like that. But that will get you. So that's why a woman <laughs> usually plays Peter Pan. So it's not usually... But I don't remember... Cast your minds back because we were all alive. Remember when Brandy played Cinderella? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like there was that much hullabaloo about that then. Like that I don't remember hearing anything cast. about like, it, really. Yeah. There are, even when Camila Cabello played Cinderella recently, mm-hmm. like there's there wasn't this big, like, because she's yeah, Latin American. Yeah. Okay, there's not yeah. this big huge thing but then weirdly it must have to do something with like iconic like really iconic people because when Anna Diarmas played Marilyn Monroe that was a big issue for people because she wasn't Mm. white even though she's white like she presents white as Caucasian like she like the she's not that it's like oh okay calm down bro oh my god look Hello, Vera. She's in New York City. <laughs> we hope you're having a good time, V. <laughs> but yeah, I, it must be just this. I, I think a lot of people have this icon of the Little Mermaid in their head because it yeah. was for, especially for my age group, it was probably the first big Disney movie. It was, it's the first of that classic run, you know? Yeah, yeah. The Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast, you're like, ah, Lion King. You're like, yeah, cool, cool. That's right, like right. Yeah. central to our our makeup and our psyche. And the fact that it's like being messed with is, is I don't probably too much for some people. I don't know. But yeah. and you know, you know what's kind of funny though about the whole Disney thing is like, they, you have like these Imagineers, right? And they, you know, they've got all this power and, and creativity and all that stuff. Why don't you do something to represent more minorities in in movies. They you know are. I mean? like, That's a good thing, though. They're finally yeah, 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 but you, right. You know what I mean? Like, have more 
you know, black lead characters or, 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 you know, like Coco, I know came out and, you know, movies like that. And, and, but, and then Moana thing, things of that nature. But, um, you know, I think, I don't know, just given the time, like, you know, everything that's going on culturally, you have yeah. these, you know, the, the, let's, you know, the white side, whatever you want to say, the people who are up in arms about it are like, well, why do you have to take away our, you know, people to, it's like, all right, just fucking pump the brakes because it's not a, a new movie coming out right now. You know what I mean? And the girl sings just like Ariel. If you close her eyes, she sounds just like the girl from, yeah. you know, who sang the original. So, yeah. uh, you know, pump the brakes a little bit, but it would be nice yeah, to yeah. see a little bit more representation across all races, you know, moving forward. You know, not so like, yeah, oh, white princess, more, white princess, yeah. white princess, white princess, white princess, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, look, I think a lot of people have to understand that inclusion and, you know, visibility doesn't take anything away from anything, anyone. It's not taking mm. anything away from you that, you right, know, right. that there's a, a, a black little mermaid and they, right, are, yeah. they are doing the right thing. Like, remember how much drama or Tim, you weren't on the show, but when seeing red came out there was so much drama that disney was disney and pixar are trying to teach young women about their bodies and da 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 like i mean that's what disney and pixar have been doing for the last 20 years right what do you think inside out was about people like yeah invest invest in what you're putting your kids through like there's been a big um, a bit of a flare up about the casting of Lilo and Stitch, the live action movie, because some of the yeah. people are wired. Oh my god! But look, yeah. if that isn't, but th- <laughs> to be fair, that is a Hawaiian story. Like, oh sure, sure, yeah. And I get that. It's um, they are they are working harder though. There's there's been some you know same sex things happening in Disney. There's been you know seeing red. There's the, I can't remember what the new movie's called. It's Dream or it's something kind of Wish or I yeah it's something the the princess the new princess is a person of color all that kind of thing. So they're getting there. It's just yeah. There just seems to be this undertow of let's take things back to the 1950s. Let's go backwards, backwards, backwards when things used to be good. It's like were they or did we just not talk about it? Well, yeah, well, right. That, that's the problem, right? Is, is it, it, it comes down to, you know, every idiot with a social media account gets to, you know, now put their thoughts out there. And it's like, you know, we didn't have to hear about your bullshit. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you don't like it, then don't fucking watch it or, or don't yeah. partake in it. You, you know so what I mean? Like, you have all the control of your own life. No one's telling you you have to do shit. So mm-hmm. just mind your own business and fucking move along. You know, but now everybody's right. in everybody else's shit that, you know, everyone feels they have a platform and that they deserve to be heard. And guess what? We may all have a platform, but no one's got to listen or pay attention to your fucking opinion. Because like as, assholes, yeah. everyone's got them. You know, as so. Vera, and as Vera says, you've got to be ready to stand up to the conviction of your words as well. You can say right. it, but there's right. always repercussions for saying it. So you've got to, right. you've got to back it up. You've got to believe like strongly. <laughs> There's a crazy thing, like, my daughter has this book, and it's like a book of all these princess stories, right? One of the stories is the princess and the frog, and it's not Tiana, okay? So it's about a princess who's who got this golden ball, this golden egg, okay, or this golden ball that she tosses around, and it falls into the lake. 
And this frog comes out and he says, I'll get your ball if you promise to do three things. If I can eat dinner with you, if I can lay beside your bed on a satin pillow, and if you promise to give me a kiss goodnight. So he gets the ball. She's so excited. Goes back to the castle, whatever. Forgets, forgets all about his promises, apparently, right? Within three minutes. And she's eating dinner. And there's a knock at the door. The frog tells the king, listen, your daughter promised me these things. She has to do this. The king says, fine, you have to do this. So eat dinner with him. Sleeps beside a bed. Well, listen, you have to kiss me goodnight. Okay, well, fine, I'll give you a kiss goodnight. Boom, frog turns into a prince. Oh, guess what? This boy is now going to live with us. And oh, by the way, then they grow up and they get, they get married and they have a family and they all, they all live in the castle. That's the story. Like, to me... <laughs> That's fucking insane. Like, and as I'm, I'm pretty sure I went on. I'm pretty that. sure I went on that date once, actually. <laughs> but like, as I'm reading this to my daughter, I'm like, oh, and then the king said you have to kiss him. And so the prince gave the so the princess gave the frog the kiss, and he became a prince. And then the prince, the king, said that he could live with her for forever. And then they had a family. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, you're not bringing some, some homeless boy Again. off in the street. And giving we, do have to look at, we do have to look at things, and this is something that Vera and I talk about all the time as well. We do have to look at the time that things were created, of course. That's a book no she just, she's four years old. I know, I know. They, they are, that ago. story would have been around for hundreds of years. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the original change story. the narrative, right, yeah. though. It's <laughs> like, I don't really like the idea of someone coming in and macking on people while they're asleep without consent, right. you know, but you know, that's right. how Snow White rolls, that's how Sleeping Beauty yeah. rolls. But, you know, that's a yeah. bit troublesome, but sometimes I think you've got to look at the message and not necessarily the action when it comes to fiction. Yeah. It's yeah. all yeah. fiction. Yeah. None yeah. of it's real. None of it's real. Um, I'm going to date myself horrendously, and this is probably not going to mean anything to you two at all, but for children <laughs> of the 80s and 90s, there's a little bit of exciting news to talking about kids' stories. Meg when Foster. I... Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, love it. we're going to talk about it. Meg Foster, who played Evelyn in the 1980s version of uh, Masters of the Universe, here in Masters of the Universe, has joined the cast of Kevin Smith's animated series, Masters of the Universe Revolution. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what this is, if you remember the 80s cartoon He-Man, and it was a kid's cartoon back in the day. So what Kevin Smith has done, he's been a lifelong fan of He-Man. He took, he took those characters and created a series called Revelation, which happens after the events of the cartoon series, but turns this whole thing into an adult drama. And it's so good. It's such a brilliant thing. You've got a great cast. Mark Hamill is the voice of Skeletor in this. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, this is the second season. And I'm with bated breath. Meg Foster terrified the shit out of me as Evelyn when I was a child. I had one crush on her. I've won one competition in my life, right? I've won one competition in my life. It was off a kids' TV show, and we won all of these movie tickets to see Masters of the Universe in cinemas. I got in there, saw Skeletor, screamed the entire time. Frank Langella. Yeah, Frank Langella. Frank Langella plays Skeletor. I don't think they were ready for, like, an actual (laughs) nearly atomically correct decomposing, like, villain. (laughs) 
Have you ever seen that movie, Christina? Masters of the Universe no. with Dolph Lundgren? No. Oh, okay. great movie. Courtney Cox? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Mm-hmm. Like, fresh-faced Courtney Cox is the female. Dolph Lundgren as He-Man? Yep. As to, it's, it's funny. It's like... I can't believe it was a flop. It's funny. It has action. It's dramatic. It's but- it's like one of those cult classics. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not not too many people have heard of it, but those who have seen it, like everyone I talk to who has seen it, loves it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's great. It's just got a great premise. That whole that synthesizer. They think that thing is a synthesizer. The key and, and uh, it's great. Like, get it, the, yeah, the, the chicken in the microwave. So I like love that the fried, whole... I was about to say, the fried chicken. Oh, I can't believe they yeah. put this little weed on sticks. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's, a, it's, 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 yeah. it's done really well, too, yeah. I think. Tim, you've warmed my heart that you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Luke's, I'm like, Luke's not here to support me on this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff would have known. Oh, Jeff was probably a bit more. Jeff was into more estate robbers, but we were big. All right. Here we go. Incrimination. <laughs> big He-Man, He-Man Shearer. But there is there's, <laughs> there's a photo of me on my first day of school being Shearer. Yeah, yeah. Power for the honor of Grayskull doing it because I was watching it on the TV. You can see my like, you can see my dead eyes just staring at the TV. And I'm like, (laughs) so yeah, I admit, yeah. But I had, I had toys. I had everything. Yeah, I I had um, I had the um, the Grayskull that used to come with the can of green slime. That you pour the green slime and it, co- it covered the guy at the door, whoever when you put at the door, yeah. and uh, it got all messed. You know, so we left the slime in it and it got all messed up. And we found out like years later that it was worth like hundreds of dollars if you still had it. And uh, they do not mess it, around with that shit, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's played with, ruined all of those toys. Forget, all my human toys. Yeah, I'll never forget like going to the US to the first time we went to this little random comic book shop that actually we went back to in Salem when we were there last time, last year. And they have like half broken bloody masters of the universe figures. The original ones were like $65. I'm like, I've got that wow. at home. It's like nearly perfect. Cause I was, yeah. I was an early child. So I was an early child. So I didn't really mess with my toys that much. Like oh, the transformers see. copped it a bit, but you know, not the He-Man and she they, they were, they were okay. Oh, Timmy, <laughs> maybe happy that you know what I'm talking about. Oh, 100%. All right. How do we go from – what's my segue? We've done done (laughs) childhood, growing up – all right, yeah, growing up can be a bitch. And, look, Prince Harry is finding that out in a hard, hard way. (laughs) After separating from the royal family this week, they were – Harry, Meghan, and Meghan's mother were involved in what they are saying – Oh, someone's been killed. <laughs> uh, what they are saying was a potentially catastrophic chase with the paparazzi that lasted nearly two hours in New York City. Uh, it was after an awards ceremony, and they, yeah. Even on New York. I just think, <laughs> I, I, I did my due diligence, and, um, well, didn't read. I listened to. I audio booked it. I audio. I audio booked his his book. Yeah. And this is this happening is his biggest fear. 
Yeah, he said, well, I'm they sure. said it's like giving me Princess Diana vibes. Like it yeah, clearly that's, is. That, that's like, what he's like. That's what he's he's like. And he's like, my main fear is that my wife is going to die like my mother did. Yeah. And yeah. it's no matter. I think the the fee the um like reception from the British press, oh, is it's disgusting. Like, no matter what you think of these people. You shouldn't be wishing harm upon them. You should go, you deserve no. what you get. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, yes, and as like in his statement, he says, you know, being a public figure, of course, you know, like opens you up to this kind of thing. But for people to be shooting people through windows and actively chasing them when they get in vehicles, it's, it, it can't, how can it still be legal? Like these people, yeah. like I don't care how respectful someone is. If someone says, I don't want a photo, then stop. Stop. Their photo you know, stop. Right. Like, right. What the fuck? These people, do, everyone's like, oh, they, they're doing it for publicity. Like, who needs, they don't need publicity. They walk outside the house and they're, they're photographed. They don't need extra publicity. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what universe that people are living in that they think that they're actively putting themselves in danger. I don't know how it yeah. works, but how much how much could a paparazzi get just of a picture of them inside of a cab, no less? Like, you know, inside of a car, is it really mu- that worth the money to go through that and put them in that danger? You know, it just isn't, to but get the, the, the thing that, that they're after, like, the thing that they're after is what Harry talks about. The thing that they're after is they're after a reaction. So yeah. he says he he vividly remembers being in the back seat of the car and paparazzi like bumping the like driving up and bumping the back of the car while he and William were in the back of Diana's car and she was driving and she couldn't outrun people she couldn't turn off the road so she was like he says this is one of my prominent memories of childhood is my mother audibly weeping driving and trying to get us to safety because people would not stop following us until she stopped she stopped she stopped the car got out and talked to them yeah, like that's yeah. how aggressive it is, and they would call her names. They would spit at her. They do stuff so they could get a reaction shot of her being angry about something, which is what they want from Harry and Meghan. They want that shot of them, like reacting. To yeah. Meghan's credit, um, every photo of her in the cab is her smiling. Mm-hmm. So she <laughs> she knows she yeah. I'm, like. As much as everyone's like, oh, she's the mastermind of evil. I'm like, she knows what she signed up for and she knows what they want. She's not giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if if she really wanted to, even in that, even in the um, Oprah interview, which was so much drama, she wasn't like a weeping willow. She was like, oh my God, everything's so horrible, which is people would have eaten that up. She's like, "This, this is the facts as we see them. Da, da, da. Do it, you will, and like, yeah. The the royal family have well, like they've they've gotten what they asked for. Basically, they are persona non grata to the to to the royal family so much so that Harry flew commercial on the way home from you know the coronation. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's pictures of him on British Airways, and people are like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, yeah. Imagine yeah. just getting on the plane, you sit next to fucking Prince Harry because. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're paying for it, they have no security. 
Yeah. They have no bodyguards. These kids, their children are like fifth and sixth in line for the throne and they have no security. That would be terrifying. Like I can't imagine. But they did put themselves in that situation as well. So, you know. But like you said, you you know, just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you have to, you know, wish harm on them. You know what I mean? So to to have you know people doing something like it's not only that, but how do you know that there's not going to be collateral damage? You know what I mean? Even if you don't care about them, what about yourself? What about people around you? What about innocent bystander? You know, like it's it's the whole thing is just it's asinine. And yeah, what was what was stopping that Princess Diana accident from being a massive pileup that killed twenty four people? Yeah, right. I was just, just right. You almost by the grace of God that it happened in that tunnel or whatever. Where there happened to be no, like where there was nobody. You, you know, but yeah. it just it just so happened that there was nobody there. So it's it's, it's just it's bizarre. Yeah, just well, yeah. Let's not get into that. That's a deep, that's a deep <laughs> rabbit hole that we may not come out of. <laughs> deep rabbit hole. Um, we talk, we talk about deep rabbit holes a lot, and there seems to be a big one that is very common, and it's child stars. Now, Ooh. Hillary Duff seems to be the one that kind of got out of it, and you know, got through it relatively unscathed. This week, though, she said some kind of troubling comments. So um, Gwyneth Paltrow famously recently talked about how she survives on bone broth and intermittent fasting. Um, This is what Hillary had to say. You know, Gwyneth's been in trouble for saying this, but sometimes I just try to drink coffee in the morning and stave off my hunger. I'm like, oh, I know. But as a mother of daughters. As a mother of two fucking kids. You're lucky that I can even feed myself fucking breakfast. These kids are fine. That's but, all that fucking matter. I know. If I have to we're, hold off my about... by having a cup of fucking coffee, then that's what I fucking do. Like, I think it's that, not that I'm the issue is she's, The issue is that she is starving herself. I to get a body like high. she's getting. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's... it's it's a, I don't know if someone talked to their PR team before they talked about it. I'm yeah, like, well, she's a super asshole for admitting it. Awkward like, situation. Like, yeah. don't say that, dude. Like, you could just go, oh, that's cool. Like, why reference Gwyneth Paltrow at all <laughs> in the interview? Um, you know, but that is a big thing. Like, I know a lot of people because of the industry that I have been in majority of my life that eating, I've seen eating disorders. I know people that have passed away from eating disorders and you don't know you never know what it is that someone says to someone that goes that's it oh yeah and for the rest of of their life it's like i don't know that you need to air that kind of information anymore in this day and age like just no hillary yeah like just keep it to yourself (laughs) that works for you baby that works for you baby doll but let's be honest you probably do have what a nanny and you've probably got yeah. a nutritionist, and you've probably got a personal trainer, and you've probably got all these things that right. they have regular work, regular workaday people can't have, and right. allows you to have to do what you want as opposed to doing what you have to do. Right? Isn't right. Um, isn't have. she married to a professional hockey player? Isn't she married to Mike Comrie? I'm pretty sure right. he yeah. played professional yeah. played professional hockey. You know, like, I, yeah, it's it's like you said, you don't know like the mental state that somebody like that is in to 
feel that they have to do that type of thing. But yeah. it's like, it's, I mean, not to compare the two, and I'm not comparing the two, but it's kind of like the same with like suicide, right? Where it's like, how could somebody be so far in that zone that you feel like there's no way out? Like, so how could you be so blind to what you're doing to yourself? Like, you know, like, how could you look in the mirror and not see what the rest of us see that is, to the point of, of having to do that, you know? It's something yeah. that you don't know. You don't know. I remember there's no. like a classic, there's a classic clip on Oprah. I think it's when Tracy Gold, remember her? She was yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 was talking about her, her struggles with eating. And there was this, this woman who was horribly, horribly anorexic. Um, it's like Tracy was trying to, trying to like help her and said, um, Try how to get better, and all she said was, "I don't know how. I, ju- I just don't know how." And it's heartbreaking mm. to watch this woman, who is yeah. so she hasn't. There isn't control. Like she, yeah. as much as we go, it's a choice to do that to yourself. That's like if we're treating mental illness so seriously these days, and you've got to put it in the same basket because, like mm-hmm. these people, these people can't stop that voice that's saying whatever you yeah yeah you can't eat that yeah. you, that's got to go that's got to be out of your body you're, you're punishing yourself for what whatever the mental conversation is that is so deeply ingrained in them that they can't get past it it's something yeah. that you don't recover from it's something that you learn to live with it's you know right. I mean? like it's not an all fixed moment right so like from a female perspective i like, I mean, weight is a serious thing on your mind all the time. So, like, I understand how people can develop eating disorders and things like that. Like, I work with a woman, an older woman, who talks about weight every single day. I mean, there is not she's a day conditioned. that goes by yeah. that this woman doesn't mention how chunky she's gotten when she's not chunky or that, like, her pants don't fit or this feels tight or that, like gotta lose weight can't eat this gotta remember to do that like it's not a day goes by and i mean for a woman who is overweight i hear that and i'm like okay well i must look like a fucking whale to this woman because she thinks she's overweight and i think she looks uh, fucking amazing and it's like i don't i don't see that like and you know again i don't i don't work hard to keep this body the way that it is (laughs) but You know, I don't work hard to try to become better. Like, I consciously make decisions every day not to eat a happy meal every five minutes. But, you know, it's, (laughs) I can understand that it's hard for other people as well. But again, in Hillary's defense, yes, there are some days where I'm like, fuck it, I can just drink the rest of my water and this will keep me stayed off until lunch. Or, you know, well, I'm hungry on the way to work, but I don't have time to stop. So, whatever, I'll figure it out and I'll have a pretzel or two. Like, it's not that you are, uh, it's an eating disorder. It's, it's time management too. Like, you know, for it a is, mom, I don't have an eating disorder, but it's just, it's a, it's a tricky line. Like, when you have a, when you have a platform, it's a very, yeah, it's a very yeah, tricky line to walk when you have a platform. Disorder, and yes, and uh, well, we're talking about celebrities. Let, let's do some, boss, <laughs> let's do some body positivity now. Yeah. We've, 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 we've oh, yeah. The, the drama. Let's look. At Martha Stewart on the cover oh, of Sports 
Illustrated Swimsuit Edition 2023. Martha Stewart, who just happens, ladies and gentlemen, to be 81 years old, rocking a swimsuit on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Work it out. (laughs) It's like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, she looks great. Her right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand there's probably a lot of airbrushing and, and filters going on there, but I tell you what, she looks good. She you looks have, for 81, she looks fucking incredible. Regardless of, yeah. regardless of anything, to have the confidence to get into a swimsuit and yeah. be on the cover of an international magazine and be like knowing how much attention this is going to get. Yeah. You fucking, Martha is a pimp. Ever since she yeah, she took she, jail, ever since she took prison and made it her bitch, Martha yeah. has like <laughs> had this right, fucking like, role revert. Like her street mm-hmm. cred has gone from here to here. Like Martha yeah. used to be like the butt of everyone's jokes, like oh the ultimate homemaker. Yeah. Now she's smoking blunts with Snoop. Like <laughs> she's a fucking swimsuit cover edition. Like. You fucking work, Martha. You just if yeah. anyone deserves it, you fucking deserve it after all like, that shit that you went through. I can't imagine like if my grandmothers were still alive, I couldn't imagine either one of them at 82 or 81 being in a swimsuit. Like I don't even remember seeing my grandmothers in swimsuits. Like, you know, like <laughs> my grandma didn't put swimsuits on. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, oh we're not gonna do the pool. They used to sit there and sweat. They used to sit there and sweat. Exactly. T shirts and sweatpants. Like it was just, like another thing you see and uh, you know, she's killing she's killing the game. Like really I just she is I got fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. it is I cool. I mean if she could she can go through jet like She's tougher than the former president. I mean, this bitch oh, went yeah. to jail. Look at the credit yeah. she's got. She's like, she made jail. Hey, what, bitch. Donald? She'll be like, yeah. I'll grab your pussy, you <laughs> ugly old bastard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she'll, fuck, she'll fuck him up. Now, we don't have Vera today, sadly. So we can't yeah. have a Vera events, but I do have a What the Fuck Weekly for you two. And I can't. All right. Yeah. What the <laughs> Bit of a delayed reaction there, but that's okay. Now, <laughs> I would imagine that you two are fans of, you know, a nice pasta every now and then. Of course, yeah. How yeah. would you feel, um, you know, how would you feel about um, some mystery meat in your pasta, considering oh, we've uh, talked a little bit about mystery meat today? Do you care what goes into your pasta if you don't know? Yes, I, I do. I want to know everything I'm eating. Yeah. Okay, because well, this woman, who happens to be an influencer, says she put part of her knee removed during surgery into a spaghetti bolognese and fell, fed it to herself and her partner. Why? Why? I'll take that again. Part of her knee. Ladies what? and gentlemen, part of her knee. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, uh, influencer Paula Gornall said she and her partner ate her knee cartilage on the uh, so on a podcast Club One Thirteen. She said she put it into a spaghetti bolognese that she and her boyfriend shared because she wanted to quote unquote put it back into her body. Okay. Why did 
Like, right. doctors took it out for a reason. Why are you <laughs> yeah, right. it back in? Like, I get... All right. Let's play devil's advocate here. No. Placenta. <laughs> I, let's, play, let's play it. Placenta. You know, everyone's all about, you know, oh, let's take it. Let's bury it under the tree. Let's do that. Let's make a lasagna. Yeah. Placenta is different. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, you know what? There's, there, there are parts of the body I, I would eat. Like, if you if you told me, you oh, we're frying this up, frying that up, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, that's like me. <laughs> like, cartilage from the knee. Like, if I bite into a spare rib or a chicken wing and I get cartilage, I'm like, oh, and I spit it out. Yeah. Like, to actively put it into your bowl of nace, this that can't be good. It can't, no, it can't be good. No, no, it can't be that's, good. That's wrong. Incorrect. This is going to, like, gross everyone out. So, you know, we have, like, osabuco and stuff like that and, like, the marrows in the, like, that's the only thing I can yeah. think of if it was, like, gelatinous. And she like she used it as like, like rendered like it a, down. Yeah, like a stock, like a knee stock. Stocky knee. Hey, everyone's well, drinking bone broth these days. Everyone's drinking bone broth these days. So why not Listen. drink your own kneecap? <laughs> All right, that's that's. Again, I would like do bone marrow. Just one thing, because placenta and bone bone marrow are they have health benefits. Nutrients. There is no. Health benefits or nutrients from knee cartilage just because it's just one in the back of their body. Like, go fucking X. What are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make speaking, sense. Speaking from like, personal experience, <laughs> Tim and I were talking about this before we came on. My knees would live for some cartilage at the moment. They'd be like, yeah, yeah. If my knees felt better after eating knee cartilage, I would go. Then, yeah, I would make sure yeah. I could get it readily. Yeah. If but, I could, uh, like, if that let me, if that let me drop it like it's hot and said squat it like it's warm, I'd be like, I'd be all about that life. Like, those days are oh, over. Yeah. We're just gonna accept it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah. Is Martha yeah. Stewart Man. eating the cartilage? Yeah, Martha's eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Martha's making it into a lovely stew while she like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's awesome. <laughs> If oh you've enjoyed God. today's show, we have hundreds, nearly <laughs> actually over a thousand hours worth of shows, and you don't have to watch them. You can listen to them. Uncensored Radio is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn, and anywhere where good podcasts are found, even though we may be questionable. So please make sure that you check us out. If you don't already, ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor and please, 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 please follow us on YouTube at Uncensored Radio. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. If you watch us on YouTube, it's better for us, but we love that you watch us on Facebook. But give us a few views on YouTube. We would love that for us. And please follow us on other social media platforms, especially the um, the TikTok, which is Uncensored Radio. Um um, Instagram and Twitter are there at LiveUCR and if you want some stuff with our lovely designs UncensoredRadio.shop for all of your shopping needs. Thank you Tim and Christina for being here today we did it. No I thought we'd be struggling but once again we are over time because let's face it we <laughs> like to talk. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise we will see you again next week here on Uncensored Radio. Until then keep your knees out of your mouth. Bye! <laughs>
So the only thing that I thought of, I don't know why, as soon as I read that, as soon as I read that article, I went, monkey brains, for some reason. Indiana Jones. From Indiana Jones? Yeah, Indiana Jones. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.